Hello, beautiful souls. Victoria Mador here with soulhealingtribe.com and the Awakening the Healer Within Training Program.com. Today, I want to talk to you about courses. And I believe we did a first video on courses, if I'm not mistaken. But for some reason, it's coming up again because I think I want to go a little deeper. Um, and some of the things, if you heard that video, may seem repeated because it is what it is, right? It's the concept of understanding what, is, what are curses, what are the curses, whether it is in this life or past lives and how they stay frozen in the unconsciousness of the soul so that it is passed down from different experiences. So for the soul, it's timeless. All these lives are happening at the same time, even though you're reincarnating at different time periods. The same curses that happened thousands of years ago will still be active here today unless you go through the process to release them. Normally, these curses affect us because we are we're operating from their reality, but we don't know that we are operating from their reality. So they stay active because they're timeless, just like the soul. The soul keeps bringing it over, over and over until the soul is ready to release it and work through whatever it needs to work through. And sometimes it can be really easy to break these curses, even when you're doing meditation and reflection. So you don't have to seek therapy in order or a shaman, healer, priest, priestess in order for you to release those curses because the goal is to go through the life where the curse was active, or even if it's in this reality as a child in the womb, you know, sometimes the, if the parents are fighting and the mothers are involved or the parents or the great grandmothers, the grandmothers, they will sometimes curse the child without even knowing that they're cursing the child because they're cursing the mother. So it's passed down to the child and the child is receiving that curse as an attack against the child, even though it's an attack against the mother, but because they're so connected, it's passed down to the child. So when you're thinking about the curses, these are, be, these are orders that are being given to you either from a third person, from a teacher, from a husband's wife, um, grandparents, grandparents, mother, parents, um, siblings, frenemies, enemies, um, the you know, like the first person you making you giving yourself a curse without even knowing that you are because of the promises and the beliefs that you create in other experiences or in this experience can shift into a curse depending how it is said. So normally when it comes to when it comes to the, you think of a curse, think about what is a curse. A curse is such a strong energy. Like imagine that you have so much rage against someone or against yourself and you have a lot of self-hatred. It's normally sometimes it's tied to another experience where there was so much rage, furiousness about something that happened and you unite all of that energy into a ball and you send a desire, a wish, you make a wish for somebody or yourself to be hurt. Normally it's against somebody else. So may God punish you for the rest of your eternity or for the rest of your life, for the rest of this experience, whatever it may be. The, if Depending how it's done, 
it will affect the soul regardless, no matter if it's in that life or it continues beyond. So for example, I am so, uh, I'm just furious that my family was killed. And I have all of this anger and this hatred inside of me. And I was left to fend for myself and I didn't have food and I hate those people that killed my mother and so on. So I am sending all of that rage with a desire for those people to be cursed forever. So I wish they will rot in hell for the rest of their lives or something like that, or the rest of eternity. Be Depending on the intensity of that energy at that moment, that desire, that mental desire at that moment, depending on that moment, especially if the person's aric feel is weak, it's going to penetrate it even faster. If the person Arik feel is strong, they will go through their life like nothing happened. But when they die and they realize what they done is when that curse becomes an attack. And then at that moment, the person also realizes I was an evil person. I have to pay for this. So I'm going to, I'm going to be sad and pay and, 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 I'm going to pay for this for the rest of eternity because now they're in limbo. They they think this is it. I'm going to pay for this for the rest of eternity. I am going to pay by doing so good that I will give my own to everybody except myself, right? Because you have to pay. So that stays active in the unconsciousness of the soul. And when it does, no matter in what life, what experience, because this, the person that died doesn't realize this is just one experience, but my soul is having a lot of different experiences at the same time. So not only I'm creating this issue for myself, but for all the other people that I am in other experiences. So then it comes to the point where the person here will feel that curse, whether he feels it all the time or it comes to a point where something happens and now they're ready to deal with it, with that curse. So the curse might feel like, you know, I always have to do for others, but I don't do for myself. I always feel like I am paying for something, like I have to give all, but I cannot find that grace within me. Or I feel like I cannot have children because something is off with me. And maybe with my mother, my grandmothers, and they, it was a miracle that they had me, but look, I can even have kids or whatever it may be. You may be ready to address that curse. So it comes up and it becomes very intense because it's like, I gotta address this, right? So in order for you to be aware of it, your soul is gonna be letting, giving you the clues about what needs to be done. So in the unconsciousness of our soul, this memory, this imprint of the curse is somewhere within our body. For example, if you were in a past life and you betray, you were in the middle of a partnership, women and men are married and you get in the middle and you're having an affair with a man. And the woman curses you because you took the man. So the woman may said, may your wound rot or something like that. And even though, even though maybe it didn't happen in that experience like this, like it didn't happen, you didn't feel it, it was just something somebody said, when you're transitioning later on in life and you realize I made a mistake, I shouldn't have gone in the way of that relationship, or when you die and you realize, you know, I broke a family and look how happy they were, or whatever, whatever, then you 
activate that curse by realizing the damage that you have done and then you feel like you have to pay back so there is this balance here right so when we go through the past life we are deactivating curses promises and paths and vows because it's still affecting you here today right so i have some notes here let me just make sure that i'm not missing anything so yeah when it comes to the energy of the curse it's gonna it's normally gonna come from a lot of anger a lot of resentment like oh my goodness like this is you know when you go through the different levels of what it means to be frustrated angry rage to resentment remorse grief and so on that energy of true rage through like you just feel it so deep within you like it's part of your bones that energy has a lot of power and when you are making a desire making a wish and you're invoking not only yourself because you're the one harnessing all of this energy but you're also sometimes asking other deities to help you you know when you go to past lives sometimes a person might be working magic or they might be very spiritual very religious and they're asking whoever they work with to assist them and it seems crazy that it's possible but the more energy you give it and the more power you give it by thinking now this energy that is outside of me, this spirit guy or God or whoever you use to invoke to make that curse even more effective, it's going to amplify that curse. And it's going to amplify it because you're giving it even more power by intensifying and making more of this, making that wish for it to become even bit stronger. That's what you're doing. May God do this to you or may so-and-so deity, right? Like whoever you work with, do this to you, help me do this to you or do this to you, right? Like they are asking for, they're intentionally asking for this energy that they already have to become even bigger, right? Stronger, heavier. So when that curse is sent to you, it's coming with a lot of power. So there is a feeling of um, vengeance that, takes over and you you know sometimes when people are in past lives or this life and something that is happening to them and they're making those this those curses those desires they are really feeling deep heavy emotions so it comes with a lot of power and when you ask for help to make it even stronger trust me it's going to amplify because you're putting all of your energy into this sometimes it's not that there is an outside energy coming in to amplify it it's you with your intention making it even stronger by giving it even more power so the energy comes you have it you hold it and you're like may so and so help me do this and curse you for the rest of your life that energy is going straight like a bullet to you whether you know it or or don't know it you don't have to know it. You only find out the curses when we are looking through the past lives or in these lives for a specific situation based on the symptoms that you're dealing with. So somebody that says, we have no idea where this is coming from, but you know they, they are giving us the clues that we need as, as therapists. Or if you go to shaman priest, priestess and, and they can go if they have that ability, they can go to past lives and see where it was created in deactivate, right? 
So when we are working with the curses, we are really using different things that you're telling us. And when we combine that with the spiritual part, like in um, 21 Divisions, we work with a lot of different energies, meaning a lot of understanding of what and how energy works so that we can even go deeper into what it means to find those curses, the paths, about promises that you made, and deactivate and cancel them so that it can no longer affect you here right now. So the curse has this, it's like an arrow. Like let's imagine that you have an arrow and you send it through and it's going to puncture the auric field depending on where it has to have a tie to what did you do to, to have somebody else hate you so much. Sometimes you didn't do anything. You were maybe the product of an affair. Or maybe you were the one that was being um, abused and the person is cursing you because they, you're not complying with what they're doing to you, right? Or maybe that you don't even know who made the curse. So we have to go and find and like hunt for the curse. So it, it can be very complicated, but at the same time, it, it's very easy. So when you know, when you feel like you, let's say you have a dream and you feel like, oh my God, that was a curse. You can go into a meditation to and do self-reflection and see how is that affecting my life here now. Once you have that, you can go through that life by meditating and going deeper into let your imagination play with you. And when you're doing that, you are doing a lot of work that your soul is guiding you through, even though you might think it's just you making it up. You're going through that life. You're seeing what's happening. You're allowing yourself to feel. And then you say, by the power of my free will, as you here right now, whatever your name is, I revoke and cancel this curse. And you do that three times. And of course, you know, if you see any of the videos, you know how to do this. Um, you have to know that not everything, you have to go through a whole experience in order to break it. Once you identify the curse, you break the curse. Don't leave without breaking the curse. And you, when you do it with your eyes closed and you're really into that experience, it's going to be even more impactful because it's your soul working. It's not you in this reality. It's your soul doing the work that it needs to do. So you're helping your soul do what it needs to do. So let me see if there is anything else I want to add here. Um, yeah, so the curses could be generational curses. They could be curses that you made yourself for yourself, against yourself, curses that somebody else pronounced against you, curses that are coming from enemies or people that are against you in that experience, right? So okay, so yeah, I think here, I don't know where I was going with that note here, but we are asking your soul to guide us to the experience where the curse. So let's say you come with a specific idea. You know, I really believe my, my line was cursed because we, we find a husband, we get married and then we divorce and we have like six people in the family that are dealing with this issue in my immediate family. Well, that's insignificant. So you might be here 
along with your family members to break that curse. But since you're the one that is coming to the session, we're going to assume it's just you, really, because the other ones may not be looking for help. They might just accept it as is. So the fact that you're working on this, it means that you were the chosen one or you chose yourself to work through this curse for the family line so that it doesn't continue to happen, right? So it's not like we go back in time and we break it so in the past life you can get married. No, it doesn't work like that. We break what we break here so that it doesn't keep repeating going forward, right? So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to leave it here. Okay, so the curse, let's say you you betray someone or someone betray you. That may be in the solar places or in the heart, in the chest. If you did a lot of things that were very evil and you were pronouncing, a you were doing a lot of black magic or something along those lines and you were really doing a lot of spells. Spells require the throw. So you might have issues with your throw. Let's say you were doing a lot of magic work with herbs and this and that. You might also be dealing with curses in your hands because that's where you re receive and give. And this is how you were, your hands you were using to channel the energy and activate those herbs. You might have the energy in the head space, depending if you were doing a lot of mental magic. You or if you were just being very malicious and really having bad thoughts and hurting people. So depending on what you did in a past life, you are going to potentially have issues in those areas. So it doesn't mean that if you have an issue with your legs, you're going to be like, oh, my God, I was cursed. No, I'm just giving you some idea so that you understand. In this life, what does that look like when you make uh, curses? Sometimes we pronounce curses and we don't even know that we're pronouncing curses because we're thinking in the heat of the moment, I just said that, right? But in the heat of the moment, there is a lot of energy there because it's, I mean, you even say it in the heat of the moment, right? In that moment of heat, you are so passionate that you're creating a lot of energy within you so that anything that you say, if you say it in a specific way, will become a curse or can become a curse. So we have to be conscious of when we get angry to be careful what we say, because sometimes we are pronouncing curses left and right. And you can break them immediately. If you pronounce it, you can break it immediately if you're now aware, right? But some people are not aware and they're going to activate and keep and activate and play out that curse all the time. So in childhood, normally a lot of the people, if they, they, they might experience receiving a curse, if the parents are in disagreement and the, um, you know, like the grandmothers and the mothers and parents are fighting and there is somebody that is very passionate and especially if they already have the power of the throw, even if they don't, if they're really amp with that energy, they're pronouncing curses. If the curse is very strong, it's going to affect you more. If, it, if it's weak, it might not affect you as much because it didn't have too much energy. So it really depends on the passionate, the energy that was put into to create that and to send it to you, right? So it has to have energy so that it can reach. So if you say, oh my goodness, I just wish that, that's a wish, right? But if I really 
hope that God punishes you because whatever, that you pay for this, you deserve to pay for this, you don't deserve to be happy. And I hope, and I call on God and or whatever deity, and this is going to happen to you because whatever, like, I, I want God to punish you for this betrayal and you're going to pay for the rest of your life or you this and sometimes people do say and your descendants will pay for the rest of your life or their lives too for whatever many generations right sometimes people are very specific because they know how how it works so it's no um a curse is not just a simple desire it has to have some passion in it um yeah, and what I was writing here is that there, that is no, how do you say this in English? It's not like a curse. It's like I'm go, we're arguing and I say, you're, you're just disgusting or you're just difficult. That doesn't mean that it's a curse, that you're just having an argument there. You have to pronounce some things. And I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna give you like the formula because we don't want to be creating curses. But when we're looking for the this life or past life, I am looking for specific things that the person says that are curses so that we can break them, right? So yeah, I'm gonna leave it here and I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you.